0: This is the Golden V podcast. The Golden V podcast is a Vancouver, Canada based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's episode 9 on Wednesday, January 26th of the Golden V Podcast. There's so much uh, news and exciting stuff coming in for Vancouver sports teams over the last uh, little bit that I've been trying to keep up and I can't. Uh, I probably should start podcasting with more frequency uh, just because of the nature of all the stuff that's coming in uh, from the Lions, from the Canucks, from the Whitecaps. And so I'm going to attempt to get all of this stuff in today. Um, But big news all around from the Lions front. The biggest news coming on uh, Monday when Mike Riley announced his retirement from the CFL. Uh, Mike, as we know, had been part of the Lions organization from 2010 through until 2012. Uh, And then a trade in 2013. uh, He went to the Edmonton Eskimos where he won a Grey Cup in 2015 And a lot of people think, and that's one of the reasons why he was brought back to um, the Lions in 2019 uh, when Ed Hervey was general manager, was with the hope that um, he could help get the Lions back uh, into a championship. That didn't happen. Uh, The 2019, as many people season, as many people remember, the Lions struggled mightily. Uh, Hervey had made a real mistake there, not really assessing this team um, and its challenges with this offensive line. Um, And the Lions uh, really struggled that 2019 season. 2020 was obviously cancelled due to COVID. Uh, Mike was back again this year, uh, which I guess turned into his last season. And people were obviously speculating even at points then that he might retire. um, And it looks like he has. So it's pretty sad uh, as a Lions fan to see Mike O'Reilly go. Um, He has a lot of history here with this club, obviously, as we mentioned. Uh, He won his first Grey Cup here with the Lions in 2011. Um, and I seem to remember at the time when the first time he left, um, that the Lions, amongst other things, had made a choice that uh, Travis Lulay was really going to be their guy at quarterback. Um, and Riley went to to Edmonton. Just looking at some highlights in his career here, um, pass for almost for almost seventy nine hundred yards, uh, six hundred fifty two completions. Uh, to go with 38 touchdown passes as the Lions. So good numbers. Um, Riley, though, really, I think, too, a lot of people had said, really found, you know, his game and his calling as the Edmonton Eskimos quarterback uh, for six seasons. Um, you know, 27,000 yards on 2,100 completions, with 144 touchdowns, uh, you know, as I mentioned won a great cup with the Edmonton Eskimos in 2016 or 2015. Um, So, you know, full tribute to Mike Riley sad to see him go. Interesting, though, to see what's going to happen now with the Lions. It looks like it's Nathan Rourke's team, a quarterback. We'll see who and what else they bring in at the quarterback position, uh, given the fact that um, I don't know if they're going to be content to let uh, Rourke run this team completely for the entire season. Given that many feel and he doesn't really have the experience yet as a CFL quarterback, so I don't know if that's too much risk, but it's an interesting uh, uh, point to make. Uh, moving on to looking at some other Lions news, uh, some other positives here for the team. Reading that O'Shane Samuels is coming back. So O'Shane Samuels um, joined the free agent joined as a free agent in 2019. Um, Samuels had been. Playing for the uh, Edmonton Elksor had been protected as a junior player. Played in the Canadian Junior Football League for the Edmonton Huskies. Uh, O'Shane has let's just take a look back the last couple of seasons: fourteen special teams tackles, uh, serving as a backup on the strong side linebacker position. It um, sounds like a really interesting guy. Uh, looking forward to seeing him come back and what he can do. Um, a few other bits of Lions news we we covered them in uh, one of the previous podcasts. We've covered the Lucky Whitehead signing. Uh, It also remains to be seen with Riley what will happen. Now, too, with a high-profile free agent like Brian Burnham, if they, and I don't know the specifics yet, can free up money off their cap or understand how without Mike Riley's salary on the books, um, if that leads them to help re-sign Brian Burnham. So stay tuned for more news on that. Uh, Flipping over to... The White Caps, well, I mean there's so much White Caps news coming out right now. Probably can't keep up with all of it. Um just because of the nature of the fact that uh it's the White Caps preseason. Uh this is their second week in preseason uh action. So um, you know, the season's kicking off, some lots of things are happening. Uh just had a had a look at a few pieces of news here. The um 2022 preseason has been confirmed. So who do they have up on the docket here? Um, Looking at a few different teams, and I had made an error as well, um, that the actual um, kickoff, so the Caps play February the 26th. I thought that was a home game. Um, They're in Columbus on Saturday, February the 26th. So that's where I was wrong. The first home game of the season, uh, they horse the 2021 winners of the MLS Cup, the New York City FC, on Saturday, March the 5th. That's their home opener. Okay, so Saturday, March the 5th, not, um, not um, February 26th. So they're in training camp January 17th to February 3rd uh, in Vancouver. Go to San Diego, California on the 5th of February, Play their first preseason match against Club Tijuana, February 6th. New Mexico United, February the 9th. Uh, San Diego Loyalists F- Soccer Club on February the 12th. Preseason scrimmage, February 16th against the LA Galaxy. Uh, training in Vancouver again, February 18th to 24th. And off to Columbus, Ohio on February the 26th. Home opener on March 5th. 2022 not february 26th as i had originally said uh, some other surprising news that came out last week when we heard that uh, um, goaltender maxime crapeau um was traded and so they acquired 1 million in general allocation money and a first round pick in the a 2025 draft um, crapeau basically requested um to leave the team he came to the team with a personal request and now he's gone, so it's going to be interesting to see what's happening in the Caps' crease. It looks like Hasley is the guy that's going to be taking over. I think it's a real loss for the Whitecaps to lose Crepo, uh, uh, given what he meant to the team last season. I think he was really the team's MVP last season. Uh, I, I think it's sad that he's gone, uh, but the Whitecaps have to move forward. It just feels like another blow for the Whitecaps uh, to lose somebody like Crepo. I don't think in any of the research I did... It was ever released as to why he was leaving. Um, it just said it was a personal request. So he, so off he goes. Um, so they have Canadian goalkeeper Thomas Asal, as I mentioned. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to look for some information here to find out what else they're going to do um, to shore up their goaltending situation. Uh, other news for the Whitecaps, we have, uh, you know, players loaned, It looks like goalkeeper Evan Newton's been loaned to um, El Paso Locomotive Football Club. So lots of things moving around. Um, Haven't seen any more movement yet on what the Whitecaps are going to do from the goaltending perspective. So stay tuned for that. And obviously the Canucks, uh, lots of news on the Canucks front. Uh, Biggest thing is all front office stuff, starting with today. uh, Patrick Alvin has been, or Alvin, I believe is the name pronounced, is now the 12th general manager in Canucks history uh, assistant GM of the penguins, obviously quite a heavy uh, Jim Rutherford connection there. Um, you know, they worked together in Pittsburgh. Um, and if you look at some news here, so Alvin and Rutherford worked together uh, 2014 to 2021, it looks like back to back Stanley cups. Um, we know that uh, obviously Jim Benning was fired. It'll be really interesting to see uh, what happens with Alvin. And now they've obviously made a really bold move and a history-making move when Emily Castongue, and I don't know if I pronounced her first name right, is the first female assistant general manager in Canucks history. Uh, Pretty interesting. We we could see who else has popped up here. Uh, Maybe that front office now for the Canucks is really starting to take shape. Uh, It seems to be, and these all look like really positive moves uh, for the Canucks, it's still going to take some time and probably a couple of years to really, really uh, solidify this front office and really make sense of uh, how these moves will help the team as a whole going forward on and off the ice. But um, starting to see an office take shape, the front office take shape here. And obviously under Bruce Boudreau now, the Canucks are 10-4-2, which is not a bad record. I really would have been interested to see Uh, You know, if they'd removed Green and Benning at the end of last season, when they probably should have, uh, given the way last season played out, uh, if Rutherford and guys like Rutherford and Alvin and um, Bruce Boudreaux had been given a full season with this team and its players, uh, what could have played out for the Canucks this season? But this is all really, really positive stuff. Uh, Just looking at some other Canucks news here, um, Tanner Pearson tested positive Uh, For COVID, Uh, he had mentioned he's one of the only um, players or past Canucks who hadn't uh, tested for uh, positive for COVID recently. But there he is. Um, JT Miller was back last night against the Oilers. The Canucks lost 3-2 in overtime. Um, Demko hasn't returned to action. Um, Yaroslav Halak is coming back. But um, Yaroslav Halak is an interesting one, too, because he has a 10-day post-positive test window. Right, He was uh, allowing him to cross back into, in, into Canada after he had tested positive way, way back uh, when the Canucks were on their road trip and in places like Washington and Nashville. Um, that's 10 days ago already. So Halak looks like he might come back to face the Jets or at least come back to Canada on Thursday. Uh, Connor Garland, uh, as, as we've mentioned or as it was seen before or heard about, he was um, in Boston isolating after testing positive for covid Um So he's, I'm just trying to find some news. I haven't seen him here. Uh, Bo Horvat tested positive last week in Nashville. Uh, He's hoping to rejoin his teammates this week in Calgary on Sunday, this coming Sunday. So, um, you know, still quite a few players out for the Canucks. Uh, Big, obviously, um, mention was last night's game. 3-2 overtime loss to the Oilers is the play of goalie Spencer Martin, who made 50 saves. Uh, You know, what a great story for Martin to come back like that and really save the Canucks. And that's episode nine of the Golden V podcast. So stay tuned for more. Going to be back next Wednesday or next Friday, podcasting on all things Canucks, Lions, and Whitecaps, and whatever other Vancouver sports news we can dig up. This is the Golden V podcast. The Golden V podcast is a Vancouver, Canada based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, the Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.